What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we are continuing our series on the physics of healing. And today, what I want to talk about is the concept of possibility and how possibility is the best place to create from when we are using quantum physics. So stay tuned. Welcome, and thank you for joining me on part three of our series called The Physics of Healing. And I wanted to start with a quote from Nikola Tesla. And that quote is, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And so, you know, sometimes we think, this is new, you know, the science of quantum physics, but the truth is, is that it's not new. (laughs) This has been around, we've known about this for over a hundred years. And it's just that we have not incorporated it into our everyday lives or Western medicine or frankly, most traditional sciences. So anyway, I just wanted to start with that quote because obviously Nikola Tesla is one of the greatest thinkers um, ever and inventors. And he was really thinking in the realms of quantum physics and understood this about our universe. So what I want to talk about today is the concept of possibility. And to Give credit where credit is due. I want to credit Mel Schwartz with um, the concepts that I'm going to present today. So Mel Schwartz is a therapist who uses quantum physics in his therapy techniques. And the book that he wrote is called The Possibility Principle. And what I love about it is it is one of the easiest explanations I have seen about how quantum physics can improve the way you think, live, and create what you want in your life. And so 
his focus is really about relationships, but um, the principles are the same. He's just using quantum physics in his um, therapies. But if you are interested in these topics, this would be a great book to read because it is very simple in its explanations and it um, I think is easy to grasp and easy to see how you can apply these concepts. So with that, I want to talk about the idea of possibility. And, you know, we talked on the last episode about the double slit experiment. And the two important points that I want you to remember about that experiment is number one, that observation changes the behavior of subatomic particles. So that was the biggest takeaway from that study. Okay. And because we're observers, we are changing matter at a subatomic level in our environment. Okay. So that's the first thing that observations, observation changes subatomic particle behavior. The second thing that I'm going to remind you of is that when an electron or the subatomic particle that we were talking about last week was observed, it went from behaving like a wave to behaving like a particle. And what I love about Mel's book is that he really makes you think about it in terms of collapsing of a wave. Okay. So observation collapses the wave into a particle. Okay. And it turns out that matter is frozen when you collapse that particle, that wave into a particle. And so reality is like a collapsing of a wave in every millisecond, you are collapsing a wave to create the reality that you experience. And that he uses this principle of thinking about collapsing waves in your creation of what you want or what you're creating in your life. And the one thing to remember is that these principles don't only apply when you're consciously thinking about what you're creating. You are constantly creating. You are doing this whether or not you are aware of it or not. It's kind of like gravity. It's like gravity doesn't only work when you're thinking about gravity. Gravity always works. And so these principles of quantum physics are always at work. So you are always creating, but what you're creating may not be what you want um, if you are vibrating at um low level or low frequency emotions. Okay. And so last, not, I guess two weeks ago, we talked about the emotional frequency scale um, from Dr. David Hawkins and how we talked about that when you are vibrating at a low frequency emotion, you are creating lack or what you don't want. And when you are vibrating at a higher frequency emotion like love or peace, then you're creating more of what you want, well-being, peace in your body, harmony. And so if we're thinking about this collapse of the wave and then the connection to your frequency is that this is the mechanism of what's happening is that in each moment you are collapsing a wave to create a new reality and that that collapse is impacted by the emotion 
that you are vibrating in that moment. Okay. And so we talked about that the goal is to be in these higher frequency emotions like love, peace, joy, and to move through the low frequency emotions like fear, shame, guilt, apathy, so that you're not creating from that place. You're not stuck in that place of creating from a contracted emotion. And what Mel Schwartz talks about is he uses the terms possibility versus certainty. And possibility is imagining something better. So that would be up in the expanded range of the emotions, like you're open and excited about what's possible for your life. And the opposite of that, the lower end of the spectrum, he terms the uh, uses the term certainty. And so certainty is down in that range of fear, apathy, guilt, shame. But what he does is he adds on to that, that he says, it's not just being in these emotions that are either high vibration or low vibration. It's this idea of allowing possibility to exist because actually quantum physics, the one thing that I talked about when I first started this series was that if we lived in a universe that worked according to Newtonian physics, which was the physics that most of us had been taught in school, it means that with enough data, so if you did the same experiments over and over again, you get the same data of things happening, the same outcomes. If you you know, do the same thing over and over again, you can predict what the outcome's going to be. But we know that actually in our reality, it's not the same. So two people can do the exact same thing and have two different outcomes. And so this idea is that when we're coming into each moment and creating a reality, Mel teaches the concept of being in possibility of creating something greater. You can have idea of what you want to create, but not being attached to it. So being really open to creating something from an expanded state. And the opposite of that is certainty. So it's not just about the vibration that you have of fear, apathy, guilt, or shame. Certainty is like this needing to know the outcome. Like, so for example, someone wants to do a different line of work, but they're so afraid of not having a paycheck that they're staying clinging to an old job that they don't like, that they're unhappy in because they're clinging to that certainty. What's happening is actually they are probably in fear, maybe some guilt, maybe some shame, but it's more just this needing to know how things are going to turn out is also contracting. And so the same thing happens when we're sick is that I don't want to make this treatment decision unless I absolutely know that this is going to work. And that is coming from a place of certainty. And when you are coming from that place, you are not collapsing the wave in a way that you want to. You're actually creating more dis 
ease. So really kind of um, disharmony in your body is what you're creating when you come from that place of needing to know how things are going to turn out. And the opposite of that, if we're talking about healing, is that you're going to do, you know, all say that you're doing your treatments, you're going to do the treatments, but instead of worrying like, oh, well, when I get those scans back at the end, it has to be clear, everything has to be, and worrying about that, you're going to just imagine the possibility of everything being gone and it being better than you can imagine and just releasing it. So in the, you know, example of healing, It's really kind of that needing to know the outcome versus being open to not only what you imagine, but maybe something better, maybe miraculous. That puts you in an expanded state where things that you can't even imagine can be created. Um, And so I love this model that Mel uses because for me, it's really easy to think in terms of am I operating from certainty or am I operating from possibility? And What I also like about this is that it explains a, um, an idea that I've been teaching my patients. And to be honest, I think this is a concept that is hard for people to grasp, but the idea is this, is that I want you to imagine that you are in perfect health and that you're visualizing you doing the things that you love with the people that you love and like totally healed, but not being attached to that outcome and having this feeling like worry that it's not going to turn out like that. You have to hold the vision and then you have to release control or detach and allow it to just be, that is possibility. And the, the best way that I can explain this to someone who's dealing with an illness is exactly what I just said, like that you're imagining yourself fully healed or something better. Like say that as well. Like imagine myself to be fully healed or something better. Um, Because honestly, when I've operated from this place, things that are even better than I could have imagined have been created because we're limited by what our experience has been. But so like operating from this place of, you know, imagining and visualizing your ideal outcome or something greater. And at the same time, being absolutely at peace with what is. And when I say that, I mean, just being at peace at wherever you are on your journey. That if you're doing chemo, you're at peace with whatever that is that you're doing and you're allowing it just to be, and you're not hanging on to, what if I don't get that, you know, full remission or what if the scans aren't good? Because then you're in certainty. Okay. Being in possibility means holding the vision and detaching and loving what is. One thing that my patients get confused about on this, when I talk about holding the vision and then um, accepting what is, is sometimes they're like, okay, well, I'm like hoping for a cure, but then I'm accepting that, 
you know, this prognosis only has a 12 month median survival. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So please throw out all the numbers that your doctors have said. I mean, those numbers are fine for people to plan so that you have, you know, plans in line for whatever, but I want you to forget anything that anyone has told you about a prognosis for your disease. So that accepting what is or loving what is, is not accepting some label of a prognosis for you. It is releasing that and then just loving what is where you're at in your journey right now, what you're going through, because you're actually gaining from this, you're learning from this. And so if you can really get into the moment in each moment and accept what is, that will help you get into a place of possibility versus certainty. So that's really what I wanted to talk about on this episode. On the next episode, I'll talk a little bit more, dive into this a little bit more about how to implement and be creating from this place of possibility and how to recognize when you're in certainty and how to move yourself from certainty into possibility. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Hey, this is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.